forever. Dog. It's funny, you know, just knowing how long it takes movies to get made. I can't tell if Jordan Peele already had this idea before the government started, like, declassifying some of their UFO stuff, you know? Yeah. And then he, like, worked it in as they started filming it. Or if he just very quickly was like, oh, aliens, let's do something about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does seem like because. It was like because they declassified, you know? I mean, what do you guys think? It's like, is it, do you feel like, my thing is like aliens are, it's, I feel like it's hard to find somebody who doesn't believe that aliens exist somewhere. It's more about have they been here and can they get here whenever they want? You know what I mean? I struggle with, I'm, I'm one of those people, I'm like Angel in that sense of like, whenever something new comes out, I think that that's just them getting ready to prepare us. They're like preparing us for like dropping the bomb. Like they're letting us know that they've actually been here. You know what I mean? Like, and especially lately, it feels like every six months to a year, there's like a little something that's like a little bit more, (laughs) like just a little bit more info than we would have heard before in, in a way that like, that makes that makes me perk up, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with aliens? Question mark. Yes, they they exist. I don't know anything. I don't want. You know what I mean? I don't want anything to do with them. I don't want any problems or anything like that. Yeah, I think they're they've been here and they've been around. But I agree. I think it's like they dropped the little hints. They did that when China had that sky city appear out of nowhere, and they were like, "It's just an anomaly." I was like, "What anomaly? Like unexplained anomaly? It's just there's a city in the sky sometimes." In China, and that's just what happens. You're like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. And then after that, the UFO sightings, and then all wait, this other stuff. What? <laughs> there was a sky city in China. Like, <laughs> I'm googling this immediately. <laughs> I thought it was like a pure like this is a hoax, and then China was like, no, it's a it's an anomaly. You know, sometimes there's a reflection of a city in the sky. Sometimes, and I was like, wait, that doesn't make. Sometimes there's a reflection of a city. <laughs> yeah, in the sky, and I was like, so I do think there's. Wait a I, I... <laughs> They also just recently China just. China just recently released like, uh, hey, we might have contacted aliens and then and then deleted the <laughs> and just deleted the post hours later. <laughs> like there, there this was, was a just... while ago. <laughs> I think they drop a little like sprinkles like, hey, it's almost like, how would you guys react if? <laughs> OK, just play it. But if there was, how would you feel about that? And it's kind of like. Oh, that'd be crazy. But honestly, it's life as usual. Because the same thing you're going to do if, like, you all find out this is a simulation, it's like, well, do I have to stop working? Can I stop eating? It's like, no. Well, then I guess I'll just keep continuing on my, my life then, if, if not. So, you know. One theory is that the city was part of holographic projections by NASA to portend an invasion by aliens. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> like, doesn't that just sound like the worst, like, you know what I mean? Because I always think about like when governments have to write like official press releases and not writers. That just sounds like, you know what I mean? Like how same way plastic surgeons are not uh, artists. And you're like, how did her face get like, or how did their face get like that? And it's like, well, because he's a he's a surgeon. He was a nerd for the last 40 years. And then he decided to redesign your face. That's why it looks like that. And same way, <laughs> it's like, this, the, the you know, with the with this with these press releases like that's a that's a bad write-up that's just a pure you know what i mean like take this back well, and this rewrite one says it's an optical illusion known as fata morgana a mirage being created when cold dense air blends with an upward layer of warmer air right of course yeah 
Yeah. But only in the same spot. Like, it's always there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the same guy writing all the how everything. It's either a tornado or a mirage. You know, yeah, that's a, you know. But a cold front meets a warm front. <laughs> it's like, that's how hurricanes happen. That's how everything happens. It's the one guy. Oh, it's right? a hurricane, twister, city in the sky. Look, meteorology. You get it. You don't get it. I, I, that's why I have a job. Yeah, well, like, what are we talking about? A sky city. And it was just like, I knew it was going to be, I thought it was going to be so fake. Like, oh, it was just a, it, it's an Instagram. It's like, no, government actually said this is a thing that's happened. And it's, it's a mirage. Come on, come on. And what an odd, and also like, what a, why a city also? Like, it's such a specific thing to be like <laughs> projecting in the sky. Like, well, we think it's a city. It's just images or something. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what it is? I'm not scared of aliens, though. Are you like I have no I, I have no actual fear. Like I, it, it, it's not like even a remote possibility in my mind that we'll, there will be some sort of alien invasion. And I feel like with the stuff that we've seen, if they have been here, which I don't, I like maybe believe. But here's the other thing that I thought about too: if aliens have got here. I think it would have taken them so long to get here. And so I actually believe that what's possible is like the ship that like, you know, those the Air Force pilots caught whatever, like a de- like two decades ago or however long ago it was. I feel like that ship, it maybe it took like them like 50 years to get here, you know, and like it took them 50 years to get back. So like for them to like come here with a full scale invasion feels highly highly unlikely if they were ever here to begin with you know that's that's i don't know i have no i have no fear of it but i wish we would know and i feel like i don't know why if the government does know that they exist why do you think they would keep it from us because because the because the like the optimistic view of it is oh they're keeping it from us because they don't want people to they don't want to cause panic but the but the pessimistic and perhaps more realistic view is that they're keeping it from us because they don't want people to unite and they don't want <laughs> they don't want you know people what I mean? to unite a hundred percent a hundred percent because all we have yeah yeah exactly it's the it's they can use they can use our derision against they and have been using it's our derision. power yeah. <laughs> they wow. don't want us to know that there's a, another civilization out there so that we start to all feel like we're connected you know what i mean because what would uh, what would connect us closer you know uh, clearly our own impending doom doesn't connect us so (laughs) (laughs) at least like being like hey we really are all the same because we all live on earth and there are uh, there's a species that lives out in wow it's so that is upsetting me on a level that I don't even I can't quite <laughs> comprehend like that, <laughs> that perhaps they're just keeping this in the chamber because they don't want us to unite yet. Don't want like, us to unite. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the plot to Watchmen. I, and I get it. And it worked in Watchmen. Well, actually, it kind of works in Watchmen. And that's that's the kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, OK. And then here's here's why I don't fear them. But if we're talking about fear, I don't know who the scientist was. I fear it might have been near Neil deGrasse Tyson. But the thought is he's like earthworms don't know what humans are like the intelligence level is too much so there's a theory that aliens have been here the whole time but they're essentially the human beings to our you know what i mean to our earthworms so they're so much more smart intelligent that they just don't interact with us and we can't perceive them kind of we we feel the effects of them but they're so beyond our intelligence level that we can't even 
really fat them. And maybe like that's the spirituals. I mean, that's what a alien like covenant eventually kind of, you know, is the idea like God, the God's just an alien, like, you know, I've heard that one too. And I, and that does give me a little bit of, of that makes me feel a little good, you know, but, I, I don't know. I still got the fear. I still got the fear in the back of my mind, <laughs> you know, because I don't, I don't know what they're going to be doing. Or, or, <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't know what to expect, you know. And so the, that the unknown of that is is scary to me, like just sort of like it's, it's yeah. terrifying to you, too, Kyle. Well, I think the unknown, like, you know what I mean? Same way. I just don't like swimming in the ocean that much. Like, I like it at first. But like when I get <laughs> dropped down the ocean, what's, what's happening? What's happening under me? <laughs> but what is it? It could be anything. It could be seaweed. Right. You take a you you feel something touch your leg and you're like, uh-uh. nope. I'm gonna go back in. You wow. immediately look like I'm swimming back. <laughs> I'm I'm going back, you know? That's nope, 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 yeah. nope. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. All right. So Kyle, nope. what's happening is is Bray is is introducing hmm? the title of the film. He keeps oh, saying nope now because <laughs> what? what what he's trying to do is now transition into Got it. talking about the the movie more proper. Nope. No, that is, don't say nope to me because you know that's what you're doing. (laughs) You know know that's what you're actively doing right now. And so, all right, well, I walked into this. Let's start the show. Yeah. (laughs) Jonathan Raylock. James the Third. Drop Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood, Alien City. All right, I'm not going. I'm not going back to the Umbrella Monster. All right, I'm not going back. You what? That's the line. That's the line I picked. I'm not going back to the Umbrella Monster. Oh man, you said it (laughs) with such little affectation that I actually (laughs) because that's how he says it. I'm not going back to the Umbrella Monster. You know, he just kind of casually says it. He calls it the umbrella monster. The umbre- The only other part I would have potentially tried to do is the SNL monologue. That's my favorite part in the. I mean, that's the best. That's <laughs> if I was fifteen and auditioning for some sort of acting conservatory, and they yeah. were like, "Pick a monologue from a film." I think that's the one I would use right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Young kills that. I'm like that's that's. Perfect. He crushes yeah. that. He crushes that yeah. on every level. And I mean, it's something about how people talk about SNL who love SNL. Like that's the thing that he's just more destroying than anything. It's, it's just like, yeah. When when yeah. he sets up, when he sets up, and the and the and the chimp was played by Chris Kattan. You know, and he just is like Chris Kattan, who is killing it. You know. I mean, I mean, it's Kattan. Kattan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a very specific <laughs> for those of you who are listening for the first time we are a film review podcast this you know and, and we review the films of leading black actors we talk about them in the context of uh, race and diversity in hollywood that's right yeah. that's right if you don't know whose voice is who this voice that you're listening to right now that sounds like someone who could wrangle horses <laughs> okay sure but also deliver a safety speech without any hiccups that voice is jonathan (laughs) okay all right any hiccups (laughs) all right and this voice 
this voice who sounds like he's he, he's bound for you know like a sit a kid sitcom in the nineties oh, <laughs> is James the Third. And the hater voice that you usually listen to, Gerard Milligan, he's not here today. <laughs> he's not here, but he's here, but he's gone because he's watching a strange loop on Broadway, which is <laughs> yeah. which is good. It's a good that's good. I mean, you know, go see it if you have it. So Yeah. But we do have a special guest today. Hey. He's a writer on season five of Grownish. Please welcome Kyle Drew. Wow, that's, that's your credit. Thank you so much for the for the introduction. <laughs> the bubble, bubble, bubble. That really took me by surprise. Did you like those drums? Did you like those drums? The drums were great. Yeah, the drums were great. The intro, you know, ready to rumble. Felt I felt that in your voice, John. I appreciate that. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. We're it, it, this happens to be our seventh year anniversary. Seven kind years, of, wow. baby! Yeah. Congrats, guys. I'm For those right numerologists, seven is the number of completion, I believe, and perfection, maybe. Is that right? <laughs> Am I making that up? Completion and perfection. Seven's a solid number. It's a big number in the Bible, I know. It's a, you know, it's a good big number in Harry Potter as well, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's also the, the number of my favorite band in high school, S Club 7, British <laughs> pop band. <laughs> so this is S just, this, yeah, S Club. Ain't no party like an S Club party? Hey, you know it. <laughs> Everybody get down tonight. <laughs> that, that show, man, they were peddling on some stuff back in the day. They wow. really were. And I, and I specifically ate it all up. So <laughs> we thank you so much uh, to all the listeners who've been, you know, with us throughout the years. That's, it's incredible, and I don't think any of us ever envisioned doing this podcast this long. And it's amazing that we are still doing it, both in terms of our own sanity and the fact that you all are listening. But this is a great film. We got a great film for us to talk about. We are going to discuss Jordan Peele's third film. It's called Nope. Stars Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, Steve Young. Brief cameos by Keith. No, sorry, Keith David. God damn it. I keep saying, I always say Richardson. I don't know why. <laughs> Who's Keith Richardson? <laughs> is that even a person? Is that a rock star? No? Am I, I don't want to be wrong. Keith Richards is a, is a rock star, right? Keith Richards? Keith Richards. That's, that's the right. Rock star. Thank you. And Brandon Perea? He's from the OA. Did you ever watch that? Oh, yeah. I did watch. I watched season one of the OA. Is he in season one? He's in season one and two. Season, I don't remember. Him, but, but he's, le- I think he's he's in season two a little bit less. I actually like season two a lot more than season one. You do? Oh, wow. I do. Okay. The problem with the OA is that it got canceled. So you have to mentally prepare for it. You get to the end of season two and it's going to go somewhere and you'll never know where it's going to go. I mean, the fandom of the OA was in too. That's what makes it so hurtful because it's not like they were not a regular fandom. You know, I think I think when you build a fandom on the idea of like misfits and community <laughs> and then destroy that fandom, it's just I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. Let's see. This movie made forty four million dollars opening weekend. I think it has a sixty eight million dollar budget. Yeah. I also saw, though, that that but that box office is the highest box office for an original film since uh, us, since, since us. Wow. <laughs> which is pretty He's cool. Just doing that. That's crazy. And yeah, I think it'll it'll make money. Right now, Rotten Tomatoes, 83%, 71% audience score. This film is about, well, it's about a brother and a sister who there's a their their father has passed away. They brother lives on a ranch. They got these horses trying to keep this farm, and then all these weird occurrences start happening. 
and it's some sort of alien, perhaps? They don't know. But what they do know is they don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't seen this film, I do suggest you see it before listening to this podcast. We're going to spoil the hell out of it. But it's definitely worth watching, if not just because it's a Jordan Peele movie. But I do think, yeah, these movies are always exciting to talk about. So see it. Their current advertising campaign is people on the internet starting to say what their favorite part was, and then it cuts to someone saying, nope. So, <laughs> so I do, so please, I admit, once I saw that, I was like, oh, I feel like I'm responsible. I'm like, I'm a, I'm the people that they're talking about. So please watch it before you listen to the rest of this. Okay, that's it. <laughs> so, we like to start with initial thoughts. And Kyle, since you are a guest, you can, you can give it a whirl, just like what you felt when the movie was over, what your like initial thoughts were. Initial thoughts was that it was a good time. Like that's the main thing I took from it. You know, some grownish coworkers led by your charge got together and, you know, we saw it in IMAX. So which I liked was, you know, we we you, your head is moving around the screen when it's time to look up at the clouds, everybody's head looks up. So I had a really great time. I thought Kiki Palmer started the movie with like a hop and losers, I'm about to carry this film, and she did. <laughs> and I think all the performances were good and you know it's coming we're talking about like an Oscar winner with Daniel and an Oscar you know award winning writer with Jordan so I know his performance was supposed to be subdued referring to Daniel's but I do think it kind of just everybody was kind of like playing some you know good music if it was jazz and Kiki Palm was allowed to solo and just kind of crush the entire film like every line was kind of set up for her to kill so I think even though she's obviously not a breakout star by any stretch of the imagination, but I do think this is kind of like Kiki Palmer's like getting her flowers kind of performance. I mean, yeah, so I definitely enjoyed this film. I think what really stood out to me was like, man, this was like brilliantly shot. Like this was, there was very, it was very innovative. It was beautiful. It was like creative. Like it was, it, 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 there were so many cool shots in this movie. I liked the design of the creature. I liked the imagination of it. I liked the originality of it. I agree. Keith Palmer was excellent. I did. I like Daniel Kaluuya was, was subdued, but it really worked in certain moments. Like it, it provided some like fun humor. I think, yeah, at the end of the day, I was a little confused by the end. We'll talk about it. You know, as I... I like original movies and I like talking about them, like discussing them, even when they don't fully work. Cause I was, cause we talked about us too. And I think like there are parts of us that I didn't think fully worked, but it still was so fun and inventive that it's still like so cool. You know, I will say that I have started thinking about Peel like M night. It's not good. Right. <laughs> state here. Well, that's the thing is that there's a part of me that is a little worried that he's not going to be able to maintain this. Because the reality is, M. Night, I think there's a, I think people disagree or disagree about Signs. I personally think Signs was great. And I feel like this movie and Signs are pretty, are pretty close. I actually like Signs a little bit more, but I'm, if people like this a little bit more, I can understand. But I feel like they're here. Whereas it's still, nothing is necessarily topping the first one. And like, Unbreakable and Us feel very similar in the sense that it's like it's like a big swing like that kind of works and like at times doesn't but you're still like ooh it's kind of it's cool 
I, I don't that would mean that next up is the village, which I think <laughs> better on rewatch. Which I think is better on rewatch. Exactly right, James. I think it's actually un- I think it's I think people underestimate that movie. I think it's actually a, b- a bit better than people remembered. I think Jordan Peele doesn't necessarily have this like twist thing that he's doing, but he does have a meaning thing that people want, you know? And I feel like with signs, I think, again, I think an incredible movie, but people were kind of a little bit disappointed in the twist, even though it wasn't really a twist, but like people were disappointed in Yeah, the water. Like they, they, It's not really a twist, but they, people were disappointed in that. They were like, that doesn't make sense. I think with this, people can be a little bit disappointing in like, like, oh, like it wasn't as much meaning as I thought it was going to have. Right. And so I don't know. It, it, it will be interesting to see because I feel like it's going to be the fourth movie. You know what I mean? It'll be like, well, this is where you this is what where it happens. You know, can you keep it going for four? Because M. Night kept it. I, in my opinion, M. Night kept it going for three. Four dipped a bit, and then five was off the rails, and then it was off the rails for a while until he came back. So anyway, Wait, when did he get back on the rails? I think split for me. Well, I think some people liked the visit, which I liked. I didn't think the visit was great, but it was like him doing like a little horror thing that was interesting. And then to me, Split was a really good movie. I really like Split. Yeah, I. It's crazy you say that, Bray, because my first thought after this was how M, I felt very M. Night vibes from him specifically in this movie. And then I was I was thinking like, wow, yeah, like he's doing the M. Night thing. I hope I hope I like his next movie. It was the exact it was the exact feeling that I had after in, this ended. I, I also had a great had a great time in the theater, but le- but left it feeling a little conflicted. The more time I spend with the movie, though, and the more I think about it, the better the movie becomes. And that is all credit to everything that that was on screen and everything that that Peel put into it. I thought the acting was was great. I couldn't believe that Keith David was in that one scene. I was I was furious. I was like, I furious he was. Sure, thought he was coming back because I was just like the way that they build him. I'm like, all right, he's gonna. What, are we gonna have like a uh, some flashback scenes? No. Yeah. Not, I mean, and we then did, in the I flashback, guess, we one. hear his voice, but we don't see we don't see him. I couldn't believe it. Steve Young's in- incredible. I there's there's so many fun there's so many fun like pieces to this movie, and there and in terms of the message thing that you were talking about, Bray, I feel like there's a lot of different things at play. I mean, there's clearly one overarching kind of thing that they're talking about but there's so many different things at, at play and i think for me why why i left the movie a little conflicted it was it was for two reasons one i was like why wasn't i as scared as i thought i was going to be i think that's a marketing thing and then two was the like i feel like there's a lot of different things going on in terms of like the meaning and i wasn't it it took me kind of sitting with it for a while before before I feel like I had a semblance of of something that made sense, like that I could track the whole way through. But yeah, I and and agree. Beautiful, really, just a, a a beautiful movie. And I and I I love how I love how the humor was was throughout. Like there was like so much really so many nice moments of like of of humor and and like seeing the brother sister relationship, and then also and also this this guy Angel who keeps popping up was very funny. So yeah, I, I'm excited to get into. The, the nitty gritty of it but i yeah i had a good time so yeah let's dive in i mean this film starts with a flashback 
we see, well, we hear this like popping sound. We are in a TV studio. It looks kind of abandoned, but there are, there's like someone who's clearly passed out, knocked out, dead, maybe on the floor. And there's a, a monkey with blood all over its face and hands kind of nonchalantly walking around this abandoned TV studio with the lights still on. There's a shoe that's standing up in a way that you're like, is this an alien? <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> Why is that shoe standing up like that? That's with weird. the blood drop. With the one blood drop on it. You know, with the blood, one blood drop on it. And that's, I feel like that's pretty much it, right? We don't get like a... The thing that got me, though, the thing that got me was the chimp tapped the the woman the the woman's feet that was lying there before 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 we get out of this and i was just like okay i don't like <laughs> i don't like what i just saw it made me so uneasy it's a great intro i feel like you know it really it feels like a very 80s like it introduced it feels like you're watching like a, it or something like that it feels very like 80s stephen king kind of thing N- not to be a hater i didn't love the monkey cgi i don't know maybe i'm been spoiled by planet of the age or something wasn't you know was it you know what i mean i felt like it's interesting i there's a part of me that's like they had to have a, a cgi monkey because of what they were showing and what everything was about because it was about a real monkey <laughs> that lost its mind you know what i mean it was like I was like, if if this was a real monkey, you would never stop thinking about the fact that there was a real monkey on set. <laughs> no, no, I think you got to go animatronic or like something else. I don't know what to, I don't know. I animatronic, think, got I it. think there's a way to mix animatronics and CGI together that kind of could could sell it. Maybe, but yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. I you know, I can ride. Um, That's movies now. I just yeah. I've given up on it. Uh, but I agree. I mean, yeah, it's not the not ideal. It is just sort of like very obvious CGI in a way that that you kind of go, oh, you know, it kind of you 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 realize that it's CGI in a, in a way that I'm not. I guess we're not really used to anymore <laughs> with a lot of these movies. We have another kind of scene with Daniel and they're, you know, yeah, Keith Richards, you know, just training a horse or I don't know. They're just doing they're training ghosts. The thing that I appreciated in this in this yep. scene is there's a point when when Keith David gets on a horse and you just go, that dude knows how to ride a horse. Like he, he got on the horse so comfortably. And, and like, and it was, I don't know why that stood out to me, but it was like very like, no, he's, he's not even thinking about how to get on this horse. Like this is very his element. And I was very envious of that. Like if it, if, if it were me, I would have been so I would have practiced how to get on a horse, but it would have been, I would have been bumbling, tripping over myself. It was incredible. We hear some stuff falling from the sky and it's hitting the ground. Daniel, for some reason, is not noticing it. And then when he finally does, he turns around and his dad is slumped over. The horse is kind of walking. His dad collapses. He realizes something's wrong. Then we cut to him rushing him to the hospital. He's bleeding out of his head blood gushing everywhere you're like this dude's done and he is he dies that's real all we get (laughs) and you're like okay so two tragedies with very little explanation as to what just happened oh and then we see the we see a key i think stuck like in the horse which sucks and so you're like okay it's just a bunch of random stuff that was falling from the sky and then we cut and we're like here six months later he's selling horses i mean like so i think the beginning of this movie was very it's weird it's like you had these big things happen but it was like it's kind of slow right like the i think the other thing is that you know it's a just from the poster 
even I didn't really I didn't even, I tried to really not watch the trailer. But like even from just the poster, you kind of know it's like an alien movie or like so, something close to that. But we don't really get a sense of alien outside of I guess we hear some noise. I feel like you hear some like whoosh noise or something. But it seemed like the other people didn't notice it. They didn't look up, which I guess is important. So then we get the you know we get the scene with 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 him selling. Right, like, don't like. What we go right to? We no, no. We go right to him. I think he's he's no. Actually, before he goes to Stevion is the is um them on set, and we get the sort of explanation. Oh, that's right. This family is. We get the black. uh, Yeah, we get the the black cowboy. The Mm -hmm. is that a Mm -hmm. real? The black jockey. I don't know. That's that's a real movie. That's a real movie. I don't know if I don't know if the Haywood connection and all of that stuff isn't is is real like if that was that that jockey's name but the first movie star was a man on a horse but not the one shown in nope that's what, okay i don't i don't i only remember the horse part i didn't even realize there was a jockey on the horse i thought this was cool i liked this like connection you know that that he made and this sort of like this sort of like this idea that like for I don't know, 150 years or however long it would have <laughs> been. There's just been this black royal family in Hollywood that like is now sort of shunned or 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 cast to the side. And, you know, it's, 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 it's like so this is what they did. They were they trained horses for film and television. They're shooting a commercial and the sister's supposed to be there because I guess she's better at public speaking and. You know, we get a couple of like quick, like, don't look the horse in the eye. Please back away from the horse, you know. But then when she does the safety speech, she says none of these things, which no, was very exactly. confusing. <laughs> that was a big thing. I was like, wait, why did why is, why is she not saying that? Yeah. And also your safety speech was not, it, had, it almost said nothing about safety. It was like no. you were just talking about the history of this their company and then you said if you have any questions ask us and i was like wait what (laughs) i have every question (laughs) yeah it's like you didn't tell us any safety thing you didn't say don't look this horse in the eye please stand back like don't like touch it without like letting us know like any whatever it is approach it from the rear all the things that you need to know when horseback riding yeah There's, there's a lot and he didn't say anything either after she finished. She walked up to the side and, the you know, somebody basically shot, like puts a mirror in this horse's face and it spooks the horse. The horse like does a little kick. Does, nobody gets hurt, but it's scary enough that they're just like, you know what? You guys are fired. We're going to bring somebody else in. And the idea was that their dad could do this and they couldn't. And so, I don't know. I, I, it, there was I, the idea of like the threat that they were going to lose the ranch or because, you know, he's like selling these horses. But I, I feel like it was never explicitly said unless I missed it. Not not really. But I do think that scene, you know, sets up the rest of the movie with the predator stuff and not looking at the eye. Well, sure. All that stuff and the dyna- brother sister dynamic and whatnot. It does, you know, some good things in the, you know. And not that they're going to lose it, but they are they do talk about needing money. You know, and like, and they kind of do. And that's my, yeah, my thing was that I was like, oh, I don't, they didn't explicitly say it. And I was like, I think maybe I'm just supposed to like take it for like what it is. But I did think, I remember thinking like even like 30 minutes into this movie, I was like, I don't know. There's no goal. (laughs) You know, like there's no, like I don't know what these characters are trying to do necessarily. 
Well, also, they also may not be in jeopardy of losing the ranch specifically because we because later after the the stevie unseen daniel's like he offered to buy the ranch and and he and he turns that down so you know it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like they're in any imminent danger of losing the ranch just you know but they do need to make money now that now that their dad's not you know the wheeler and dealer that he was before right there seems like they're not doing well business-wise and, you know, we get a whole scene where he's selling one of the horses. I guess it was Lucky. They're selling Lucky. We start to get these title cards, too. I love title cards. Of the different horses' names. I'm, I'm a big fan of title cards. You like title cards? I like a little section of, let's break this thing up, you know? Let's, let's talk about what we're doing next. I like it, you know? You're a big Tarantino fan. Love Tarantino. <laughs> it, is, it is cool to sort of, you know, you put a, you put a, like a label on something, you know, you'd like, or you announce, you know, you sort of, I know what I'm experiencing for the next 20 minutes or or 30 minutes or however long each of those sections were. Yeah, it's it's nice. And you always forget title cards. Like, you always forget. Like, you never are like, oh, when's the next title card? It's always like, surprise. Yeah. No title card. Like, oh, no title card. Where'd that come from? <laughs> <laughs> it's always nice to see that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> you were waiting for the next. You were waiting card. for the next. <laughs> yeah, like, where's the next? Yeah, card for card? sure. I was like, all right, who's the next horse that's gonna die? Anyway, so I guess like there's a little bit of like he's selling these horses. He talks about wanting to buy them back. Then we get the whole. Oh wait, you were on that show. What happened? And then we get more of this flashback we see that he was we see him there we see him do like a little bit of the well we see him like with blood on his face and then we also see i forgot the order of it but we also see him doing the show in the fun way right messing up lines yeah i don't think we see the blood on the face until we until we hear the snl story which i feel like the snl story actually might have been the next time we see him not the not the first time we see him but the next time we see him but anyway, we don't, we don't, or it might have just been later in that. When do we see the museum? <laughs> that's I think the that's question. the first time. I think it's all okay. I think it's the first okay. time because so she comes rough. in, Kiki comes in and she's asking him about the stuff. And he's like, oh, let me show you this thing. I usually make people pay to see this. Right. So then the blood is just the last thing of that sequence. That it's a see. lot. It's yeah. like he tells the whole SNL story and then we see the blood on his face and it comes back to him and he's just like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> loving it, lo- li- li- just still praising this, yeah, this celebration of his trauma that yeah. <laughs> Saturday Night Live did. Yeah, <laughs> which well, is crazy. Just... To... Yeah, I think about it. He has the shoe framed in his office, which is interesting. <laughs> and he has the shoe framed. Yeah. Well, he has a whole he has a whole you know thing a room dedicated to it. It is a weird. It's interesting. I mean, it's a uh, yeah. It's a. I don't know. I mean, I think that's. I definitely that's the most second interesting thing about this movie is definitely Yon's like, you know, weird backstory past trauma thing. It's it's fascinating. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I like the idea of like, this is how this person was dealing with the trauma. And obviously there's a whole theme of like exploiting like something bad, you know, <laughs> horrific. But that they that they wind up mirroring at the end, trying to get this photo. It just was the most. It was it was it was the most interesting thing, because there wasn't. It's like the backstory with the brother sister was like barely there. We get like a mention of like Kiki 
you know, having a horse that she thought was going to be hers called Jean Jacket. And then like, but like the, it was, she thought it was going to go to a, a, some Western movie. The movie was actually Scorpion King and they wound up not even using the horse. Apparently they went with camels instead, I believe Daniel says, but there's like, we see like a flashback of him, like looking at her and like doing this eyes thing, which I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's doing the eyes thing, you know, oh, the, oh, the level <laughs> of sentimentality, not that high. Apparently, there is a three-hour and 40-minute director's cut of this movie that... Wow. It, I gotta say, in talking about specifically, like, this scene and the, the, the like, there's not really backstory That's to the... two extra hours. Yeah, but, like, but for the pace of the movie and, like, how much time we kind of sit and stuff, I I think I would like that just to, like, to get... to get. I don't know if I would... I don't know if I would... There's no chance. <laughs> there's there's no, no chance. Oh, absolutely watch that. <laughs> I just mean, I more mean that I would like to see there because because I would like to know, like, I would like to know what their history was, you know, and I and I and for where the movie goes, I would have loved a lot more of this jean jacket sort of history and like and like how she, you know, her wanting to be, you know, her wanting to train a little bit more. You know what I mean? I, I would want that a little bit more. Was there sexism involved? Or are we like what are we supposed I don't to think infer? So I, I think it's just the I don't think I don't think there's enough sauce there. And I would be curious. Like I'm kinda on the same page as James. I'm like, I think there is there's just there wasn't enough sauce for us to really care about that her the backstory of their characters or their relationship. You know, it just wasn't enough. So yeah, I I don't know. I, I would be curious, yeah, to see if there's more just like because there's no real reason why they're so different. You know, it just seems like they're just different. And then we just kind of move on from that. And there would be tight if there was an explanation. What, where's their mom? What happened to her? Like, there's just a lot of things that it seems like it would be like, you know, it would help, would have helped with their story of, uh, you You honestly just get a lot of it just because it's siblings. But beyond that, I don't think you care more of the fact that it's like, all right, you, you know, people who are close to people understand what it's like to be close to someone. Other than that, probably not a lot going there emotionally. Basically, I'm trying to remember the fir- like, whatever. So he goes, they go home. It's nighttime. You know, he's out. The horse ghost is in the what do they call it? Stadium. Oh, they did call it like the stadium. Yeah, why? Theater, yeah. theater, theater, or something. They see the horse outside. He goes, "What's going on?" Ghost is acting funny. Ghost winds up hopping the fence or running away. He starts to drive after it. Oh, I'm realizing now. He was watching the performance. I literally just put that together just now. <laughs> I literally just put that together just now. That when he's looking out and there's a bunch of lights in the distance, and like you hear, you know, music or whatever, that that's Steve Young doing his perform, doing yeah, his doing thing. his show, yeah, mm-hmm. doing his show. Mm-hmm. We don't know it at the time. We just we just think it's I was like, oh, it's like a rodeo, you know, or whatever the hell. All of the lights go out over there. The lights wind up going out somewhere else. I, so I guess this this little freaking monster was a bit greedy. So he must have ate two horses that that day. I guess so. You're right. Yeah. 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 He must have had the horse that Steve did and then ghosts who got out. Even though we don't ever understand how he got out. Yeah, ghost just ghost is just somehow drawn. I guess yeah. drawn to it somehow. That, yeah, that's the problem with that's. See, this is the issue because I love the movie so much, and then it's like, and then you start to go, well, wait, and then 
it just all starts to you just pull one card. It's like, no, don't touch that. Yeah, it's like, wait, why did those get up there? How did you just start to do things like that? Because how did ghosts get out there? Why is ghosts in the, the stadium? And it's like, yeah, oh yeah, we never addressed that. And then I feel like the question that really undid me talk still talking about the first act was like, I think it was you, John, who was like, how? so that must have ate a lot of people before. Because how did all the change fall out the sky? And it's like, oh my god, like we didn't have even like who? How many people did it eat before? It must have eaten a lot of right. people. And it's right. like, and when did it do that? And when why? did it do that? And how? How does no like what like? Where did it do that? My thought okay, with the ahead. eating the 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 people is like the other the other people is that like yeah I mean it is it's a it's a we're at a wide open kind of like ranch kind of deal you know and just you know somebody driving along the way you know got sucked up by the thing I'm know? okay with it eating one person I think that the amount of stuff that fell from the sky implies that it, it couldn't have been just one person. Yeah, unless it was like, it's, I don't know, Sonic the Hedgehog. Someone who carries a lot of change. Mario, <laughs> someone who carries a lot of pocket change <laughs> all the time. And just, you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's what you need. A co- a, someone, a coin collector carrying their coin collection at, yeah. that, at that exact <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. Sure hope no one eats. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe it was just some random campers. Like a like a wandering Yeah, family. like a small, like a small, exactly. Like an yeah, RV, just, yeah. A bunch of like a like a like a you know like a Captain Fantastic family that's off the grid, you know nobody knows them, and they ate a he ate a whole family. But here we go again, though. It, but then that means that Jack or whatever his name was, Gene Jack was above him when he did that. Why didn't he not eat them then? You Wait, know what I mean? He just dropped they, the he just dropped food on them because they because they somehow for whatever reason somehow they were looking down somehow. They're looking up. I'm going to looking at him. Say too though, there actually is a there actually is a radio. I'm remembering. There's a radio thing that there's a radio thing that that like a hike a group of hikers or campers specifically disappeared and 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 I don't know if I'm inventing this part now that it's it's it like continues to happen if they said something like that, but they definitely did say like in sort Thank of an, an open. Thank goodness. Yeah. There we go. It's in All there. Right. It's in there. Put that one to bed. It's in there. <laughs> answered. Asked and answered by Jordan Peele. Thank you. Thank you. There we go. All right. I, I hope you kept listening. Hope hope they kept listening to get to the part where we figured it yeah. out. <laughs> All right. Ghost uh, Gills gets sucked up in the air. We don't see it. We hear his neighing. In the in the sky, we see what looks like a flying saucer, kind of c- go through the clouds, and Daniel's like, "What? What is that?" Goes home. She's like, "Hey, the power went out." Eventually, he tell. I don't even know if we see the scene where he tells her. I feel like we kind of cut to after he tells her. I don't know if that's true, and you know, and so she- called out the Courtney Lily. <laughs> her her thing is like. Bro, you know how much people pay for pictures of UFOs? <laughs> she immediately goes to that. Almost immediately. Which is like, I, I, if you had asked me, genuinely, do you know how much people pay for UFOs? I would have said, nope. Nothing. I mean, <laughs> I, would, I would have said nothing. dollars <laughs> $200? I don't know. $200? <laughs> no, if you got... Yeah, maybe, maybe $1,000. Yeah. 1000 
who who is doing that though? Who has proof? Like it's it's this thing of like it's like where does that number come from? Because no one's ever done that, right? Like no one's ever. So is, there is a thing of like, how much money do you think you're gonna get? Yeah, a million dollars. You think you're gonna get a million dollars for <laughs> like who's paying you that? Because also once it gets out, it doesn't matter. <laughs> once the photo or video once. Anyone that see, puts it anywhere digitally, it's everywhere and everybody has it. So why would anybody... Is this an NFT? You know what I mean? Like, anyway. Whatever. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. You got to kind of get you ex- we, we, ex- we, ex- we accept this. We accept this. Hey, so he's like, it's not a bad idea. He actually agrees. That's not, a, that's not a bad idea. So then they go to buy a, you know, a home surveillance system. The guy there, we get we a lot get, of product placement in this movie. A lot of product placement. Icy fries, some other stuff. I was like, wow. I mean, so they got they got their money back already. I feel like, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So this is when we meet Brandon. Brandon's character. He works at a like Best Buy esque store. His name's Angel. Fries. He's over it. Oh, it, oh, that's what the oh, that's a real store. Yeah, when they when they cut to it, my audience la- giggled like just at just at the exterior of the of the spot, and I was like, "Oh, okay, all right, that must be a place that I don't know. <laughs> that must that must be a place I don't know." <laughs> Only West Coast. I don't know. I'm I'm not familiar, but I know prize exists, and I know oh, that they probably get a lot that. of money in this movie. Well, there you go. It's there. He gets a bunch of stuff. The guy's like, "I can do. I could set it up for you," and she's like, "No." We could probably figure it out. He's like, how hard is it to set up? And he goes, for me, easy. For you, impossible. (laughs) (laughs) Also, for what they were trying to do, I just couldn't imagine trying to do that by myself. No. You're 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 installing a closed circuit secure like like what is (laughs) across your entire farm? Like what you were gonna set that up? How do you do that? What? I know that no, it, it was a great character device, great, great character. I like, I liked his whole shtick and scenes. I think yeah, it was one of those movies, movie roles that you're like, oh yeah, this. He was a lot of fun. Great. He was great, great character. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, he sets it up, and he kind of starts to like realize, like, especially because they're pointing all the cameras up to the sky. He's like, all right, what's going on? Are you guys trying to? He's like, I, I know, like people think UFOs exist and this and that, and then they they won't tell him. He offers to monitor their feed for free, and they're like, nope. He's like, all right, whatever, fine. Realize later that he does it anyway. I'm trying to think, what do we? Uh, oh, okay. And then we get the scene. I'm sure whatever happens, but then we get the first scene to me that's actually scary, or at least attempting to be scary. Yeah, yeah, the scene with the the scene with the aliens, right? I mean, the scene with the with the aliens. <laughs> the scene where he's, yeah, he hears something in the horse stables, and the, the horses are kind of moving, and he goes out there Yo. and he's walking slowly, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he sees in the distance a freaking alien I... <laughs> just staring at him. It slowly gets up from it's there's a shadow. There's a shadow that's already weird and it slowly gets up from the shadow and the shadow state because it was hiding <laughs> was hiding within something. It was so weird. I, I yeah, this is a great sequence. I love it. And then we get the first we get the first we get the first nope. Yeah. The first nope. <laughs> we get the first nope. nope and he just leaves. I was like, thank you, because that's what you gotta do. You gotta get out. And then he sticks stays around the corner, and then it's 
slowly peeks its head around the corner. And so at that point, at that point, he's like, well, I, I guess this is what I've been this is what I've been trading for. I got to get this on camera. So he pulls out his old phone uh, and starts to record it. It's an old phone. He starts to record it <laughs> on video. And as he's doing that, a little head comes from behind him. No, a big head. A big head. That head was big as hell. I couldn't. It was too much. It was too scary. Punches it in the face, which is 100% what I would do, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. You got you to gotta let one rip. He's, they're lucky he didn't have that thing on him because that would have been <laughs> awful. I know. I was like, lucky he doesn't have a gun. Like, that easily could have had a gun. They never pull out. There's no guns in this movie. I, that's a that's a choice. Hmm, that is a choice. Good choice. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, we 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 see uh, the ape eventually. We see it get shot, but we don't ever see the gun. And we never. There's no. You never see a gun in this movie. That is an intentional choice, and I I kind of like that. I like to make a stance. Yeah. Let's make a stance. But the the reveal here though is that these are your kids. They they're their kids. They're 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 Steve Young's kids. Yeah. Or Steve they're, Young's or they're kids. They're punking them. Yeah, <laughs> right. But they're but they're there because they stole their because because uh, that's right. We didn't say this, but Kiki Palmer stole a fake horse with a bunch of flags on it. And and Steve Young, there's like a bit where he comes and he's like, they're like, stay there, and they're like yelling to each other. And he's like, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? You know, he's like, I have one just like that. And she's like, cool. You know, <laughs> and then he's. She he invites them to the alien thing. They ne- they don't they don't go, and so yeah they were pu- they were, you know they were they were playing a prank on on them and, and okay so we got that and then at certain point does the cloud thing happen first or does the bug thing happen first? I think the bug thing happens first. Where they notice? Oh, you're right. You're right. It's the bug thing. Yes. Because we haven't seen anything anything tangible yet, and so the first the first thing we see is like the bug's weird <laughs> the bug's weird head looking like an alien, but this is still that same night, right? Like this is still, still same night because she's lo- watching right, the okay. thing, and then all of a sudden it's like a jump scare with a bug's head, and she's like, oh, and there's like, oh, it's the praying mantis, and then she gets a call, and the guy's like, hey, there's a bug on your camera. And she's like, yeah, I know. And he's like, well, the B camera's off. So get that bug (laughs) off the camera. And she's like, wait, what? And then you realize that, you know, this thing is out there. She's trying to get the bug off. He's seeing it. He sees it. Does it kill another horse? (laughs) No, that's that's when it gets the uh, bad horse. That's when it gets the uh, fake horse. Oh, that's right. That's when it gets ghost. Right. Yeah, the... uh... The metal horse with the with the flags. It's the metal horse with the the flags, and then we get this this image. This image of the 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 cloud now has a tail, a a flag tail. Yes, at night, <laughs> you know, hanging out of it. Yeah, this was cool. So I gotta say, this was cool because I I hadn't seen any of the the like trailers, so I didn't know what was going to be going on with the cloud or, or what. And I don't know if any of that was, was spoiled at all, at all, but I was like, Oh shit, we got real ass. Well, I knew once we saw the horse with the flags on it, that that's what that was going to be. But like, it was so cool to see it. Yeah. The fact that it was like, yeah, I thought that was, I couldn't believe it. I w- I couldn't believe that there was actually going to be uh, at this point. I'm thinking aliens f- floating around. <laughs> like I thought yeah, that was trying really to suck up a cool. Thing. 
<laughs> I forgot when it was, but I think it was probably here after this was the first time Daniel Clue or, or whatever. We get another scene where, you know, it's the daytime and the guy comes over and he's like, you guys haven't noticed? You haven't seen it? And he's like, what? They're like, and they go and they sh- he shows the footage and you see this one cloud staying there. And he's like, oh my God, I've come to mention it. Like that, I, that cloud hasn't moved. And I've probably been looking at that same cloud for the past six months. Like it's been there. And they're like, so they're, so he's like, you're, so you're trying to tell me there's aliens up in that cloud. There's like an alien ship up in that cloud. And he's like, I actually don't know if it's a ship. That's the, that's the first time he says it. And he's like, what if it's an a- animal? Because it doesn't move like a ship. That's what he says. And I was like, I remember going like, that's a cool idea. I've never thought of what if the aliens that are captured on video isn't a ship and it's actually just a being, like a life form. I was like, that's cool. And it's weird that we've never, I'm sure Star Trek has done, they, they've done things like that. Like they've, I know they have done like intergalactic beings, you know, whatever, animals kind of that float throughout space and do weird things and stuff like that. But I don't know. The idea that like what we think is a meta, like a flying saucer and Steve Young to this point, I think it's hard to understand if he knows that it's an animal or if he still thinks it's a, I don't know. I don't, we never really get, we never understand exactly what Steve Young knows about yeah, these things. Yeah. He does say that he's in his, in his speech in the, in the next scene that we have with, with him, he, he does say like something like, I've encountered beings, plural, from another planet and calls them the viewers. So I, it makes me think that he thinks that it is a ship and that there are, there are creatures inside the ship. And that's why, you know, he has the kids dressing up as, as aliens to sort of mimic that, right? Like, and I think that's the next scene that we get is that he goes, okay, I'm going to go get Lucky back. Don't, again, don't understand why. I think this is, though, this is after we see, this is after we see what really happened in the, in the, in the 90s on the set of his show. Like we actually, we actually see, right, it happens before this next because we, because then we see the woman, she's still alive and she has, uh, her face is messed up. So we definitely see that. So that's probably what happens next is that probably actually between the, the the bug thing and this like realization that that cloud is by somewhere we get you know uh what really happened on the set which is this mo- the uh, a balloon popped one of the balloons that was on set popped the monkey went crazy we it kind of cuts we don't really see it but then we cut back and he's under the chair and and the monkey walks over to the girl and she's like no 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 and then we hear it beating on her we hear it kind now, of eating we, her. We don't see anything in this, but the whole time I'm f- having that feeling of like, I really don't want, I don't want to see the monkey eat anything and I don't want the monkey to eat anyone. And the, and the, we, we still don't see it, but we experience, we experience the chimp eating. It's worse. <laughs> it's worse. We're just, we're, I'm just, ugh. and, and like, and we're just hearing sounds, but we can tell the difference between between being hit and between the the chewing and the oh, it's horrible. <laughs> Monster, yeah, and they do amazing. I think uh, Jordan does an amazing job of perspective. Yeah, just doing it all from Steve Steven's perspective, and then and then you see the 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 dad run across the stage. 
Yeah, it was like, where was he hiding? Why did he not just stay where he was? I know, I know. Yeah, stay where you are or go another way if you can. Why are you walking through the set yeah. again? Or pick <laughs> up a pick up, pick up some sort of weapon. You're not going to yeah. outrun a chimp, bro. Yeah. You, with your slow uh, butt, non-athletic yeah. self. <laughs> you know? I don't know, man. Pick up something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once it starts squaring up with you, you got to bat. You got to back up and you got to find anything. Yeah. You got to find something. You got to give yourself one chance. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't even try. He didn't he, even he try. Tried, he tried to run, and I was like, "Bro, you're not gonna." He, he tried to this run. Thing. He tried to run and reason with the and chimp. Re- oh, the chimp I mean, that was clearly yeah, beyond yeah. reason <laughs> at this point. First of all, it doesn't understand human language. Also, I cannot believe that everyone just abandoned this child. Oh, the boy. Two yeah. children. Yeah. Two children. They just abandoned yeah. these. Yeah. God damn! Yeah. A bunch of cowards. Yeah. <laughs> this 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 was a, a whole was bunch a, of cowards. Yeah. <laughs> also, was there no wrangler? Like, what is going on? Yeah, like, was there no animal wrangler? I, I mean, I assume that wrangler is dead. Yeah, they died know, first, but, probably. Yeah, died first. Yeah, yeah died first. But yeah. you have to think, like, and I get it. Maybe it's like you don't want anybody else to get hurt. But like, damn, ain't not one person like was like, hey, let's go. Let's everybody pick up a chair. We're gonna throw these chairs at this chair. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, nah. <laughs> No. Good luck. Good luck, ch- child. <laughs> <laughs> but this is my part, though. This is my part, though. They, Steve sets up earlier that the, the thing between his character and the chimp, Gordy, was that they did the first ever exploding fist bump. The first ever. Okay. And then at the end of this sequence, when the, when the chimp starts to come to, essentially starts to come to, you know, it's like, hold on, what's sees him, walks over to him, and then very, after signing, trying to, signing, no, I don't know how menacing, was I, it menacing? I think it was menacing for this kid. I think he was scared as hell. Oh, sure. Sure. The, Gordy signs something, says something to him, and then just tries to very slowly give him a fist bump, a bloody fist bump. And we know that we've seen him with blood on his face. And we and there's so no blood mind, on his thought, face right now. Yeah. In my mind, I thought they were going to just do the fist bump and the explosion was going to cause, <laughs> like, the explosion of the fist bump was going to cause some blood. I was thinking something like that's that. That's hilarious no. that that's what you thought. <laughs> no, no. The, the monkey gets shot at that in that exact moment. It was, oh, uh, I was, horrifying. There was a part of me, there was a very, very small part of me, and, me, and I... I I, I was like, I kind of wanted the fist to bump and as they were exploding for his head to get shot. It got shot right before the fist even touched. And I wanted it to be like, I wanted it to be like. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was Chekhov's uh, exploding fist. Yeah. <laughs> because we never, see, never saw it. We never, <laughs> never saw it. I wanted, never see the, I wanted yeah. to see the explosion <laughs> and then the explosion of this, this chimp's head. <laughs> and so we finally see that and it's and it's basically exactly what you imagined exactly what happened but maybe even a little worse because it's like the 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 girl was like even though she was down she was still alive you know <laughs> which i don't even understand how she lived through that but she has no she has no yeah she's completely disfigured Anyway, so we're at Steve Young's little thing. You know, he's he's putting on this show. He's rehearsing his lines. He's doing this bit. You know, he's talking about you know, talking about the travelers, the viewers, whatever, this and that. And then stuff starts to shut down, 
And he sees it coming and he's like, whoa, way early, way early, which I don't understand. I don't know if we have a rule. <laughs> it's early because potentially in those other, in those like late night practices, the creature came at a specific time, like would like at a specific point in the rehearsal, it, ar- okay. it would arrive. This is you my know? question, and James. So- is th- are that actually you just maybe you answered a question, a big question that I feel like a few of us had. Are do you think this is the first time he did the show with an audience? Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. That that oh. yes that explains some stuff then, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This like is he had been first, practicing it at night because at night. this is also the one that he invited them to. He said, "I want you to come Friday, Friday at blah blah blah." So I'm, I imagine that was the unveiling of that show, show. for people. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got it. So he had discovered this creature a couple of months ago. He was buying these horses. He realized that it liked horses somehow. He was he was practicing the show. It was coming at a certain time. I like I don't know. He somehow was able to time it. Probably like probably there's probably a cue. You know what I mean? Like there's probably was just a point, a music cue or 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 something that he, he was just like, yep, it's come every time we play that. Like he doesn't even know. He doesn't know what brings the ship. Like he doesn't know what actually. And he was connecting it to like this. None of this is in the movie, obviously, but he's connecting it to whatever that music cue is that's supposed to happen a little bit later. And then it, and then, but they come Got early, it. you know. That ex- that actually explains a lot because we were like, why the hell didn't this happen before? If he's done this before. And it seemed like he had done it before, but you're right that, that that's probably that ex, that makes sense. It it was a rehearsal, and the reason that it went haywire this time it wasn't really because of the 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 horse with the flat the fake horse. It was because there was a whole bunch of audience members staring up no, in the sky looking right. at it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the horse in its throat is why it came early, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no you know. They don't because they don't show any of that stuff. That's, there's no that's, way that's okay. That we'll leave that. That's yeah. that's enough. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's within the realm of I don't need to I don't need to yeah. know exactly We're good why. Here. Okay. Yeah. We're good here. Okay, so we have the show. It's his first time doing the show. It's come earlier than he than than in the rehearsals. He's like, don't worry, everybody, just sit back. It's like it's everything's good. But then it comes kind of straight towards them, and he's like, damn, this this we usually don't do this. And we're all looking at it, and then the whirling sucking motion starts to happen and we get a beautiful shot of the, these people just being lifted into the sky just all sucked up we hear their we hear them screaming and then we see them all we well, we see a few people stuck in what is a a throat like esophagus and they are screaming in the throat and they're trying to, you know, when we hear a crunch that happens at a certain point, we see the like, we saw, because we saw it before too, that, that like, I guess it's like looking through its mouth or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then at a certain point, we hear it going, whirling through the sky, people screaming. And I guess for whatever reason, it comes, decides to come back to the house and it's like pissed now. I don't. <laughs> yeah. don't quite understand why mm-hmm. still. Uh, but it's pissed it, it's eating up a whole bunch of people I guess it's still in crazy mode they all realize like, Kiki realizes, Angel realizes Daniel realizes Daniel's oh Daniel had oh, Daniel's telling them he's there he's there trying to get lucky Daniel had gone to the place to get lucky that's right I, so before that happened Daniel gone to the place to get lucky 
he saw the creature coming towards him. He ran and the creature sucked him up, but he was underneath a thing. So he just wound up getting knocked out. When he comes to is when he goes back to the house, he's trying to call them. It's back at the house now. It's shutting things down. They're in the house. It's not really threatening them, but they're scared. He's trying to get back. His car gets shut down and then it's hovering over his car. <laughs> no, well, this is also when they, I think before it's before it, it, it covers over his car that the, that the ship starts spitting everything down onto the thing and, and the blood like is, is thick and, and sliding down the side of the walls. This was something that hit me after watching the movie that I, that I, that I think is a fun thing that I don't know how intentional this was or not, but like the deliberate of going specifically to their house, shitting essentially on their house, feels very much like a chimp in captivity throwing poop. You know what I mean? Like it's that thing of like, of like potentially mad at them for trying to catch them on camera or doing whatever that, you know, or feeding them that, feeding them that that horse and and now it's showing how angry it is by just emptying 50 people onto <laughs> 50 people onto their house. Okay, just one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good cinematic yeah. scene. It's like very cinema. It's like, you know, I want to show you something cool. Here's blood and rain on this house. Okay. Especially the way it looks and then the way it looks from Daniel's POV through the the water pouring down on his on his truck and like there's like essentially the sky is a little red. He's like what is this, yeah. you know? We get another cool. nope. He like kind of slowly yeah, looks oh yeah. out. Oh, he yeah. sees it up there, <laughs> nope, closes it, which is probably the hardest I laughed throughout the whole. Like that was perfect. But it's like still kind of there. It passes him a bit. It kind of goes back up into the cloud. He gets out of the car. He sees them. They're, she's like, "I got. we got to get out of this house. She's like, why are we getting out of the house? Like, we survived because we stayed in this house. This is, this is now the daytime. Oh, right, because it also spit that horse into his truck, the fake horse into his truck. It's now the daytime. And he's like, come on, let's go. And essentially, I guess the idea is that this thing knew they were in the house and was waiting for them truly waiting it's like i'm gonna kill y'all because y'all messed me up with this fake horse you you fed me a fake horse and i'm gonna kill you this is where it doesn't quite connect because it was mad at them and then they ran out and so it started to come and he was like just don't look at it and because he doesn't look at it it decides to back away it doesn't quite make sense because if it's mad at them it's mad at them and it doesn't matter if they look at him but whatever that's fine <laughs> <laughs> No, this is that part. No, because this is that part in Free Willy when 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 Willie's like pissed at you, you know, and spitting spitting water on you and shit, and and th you know, and, but then later he's gonna be all happy and jump over you and uh, and you know what I mean? <laughs> like that's what <laughs> if you hold your hand up, he's gonna jump over. That's what's happening right now. I'm I, I like this. I'm aboard with this. He looks away. You know what I mean? We gotta train it. Yeah, he's like, no, like no, this. no. Like I respect you. I respect you. I respect you. And he's like, okay, fine. Okay, well, they get out of there. It's a fun scene where they're like smoking weed at a diner and he's like talking about like they're like trying to talk about anything else and he's trying to bring it back up and they're like don't 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 talk about it. we don't want to know we don't want to talk about that monster at all and he's like no well he's like we gotta we gotta film it now like we know i, I there's so there's rules to it it's an animal if you don't look at it in the eye it'll be okay why like a really big assumption to make you know it worked once 
but but my god you're staking your life on a thing that you it's like it's an alien and not a horse uh, <laughs> And in you the try three to hour and maybe, 40 minute yeah. version of this in the three hour 40 minute version yeah. of this there's one more scene exactly. before he has them all try the, it, yeah, he, gets his doc- he gets his doctorate in animal studies in the three hour <laughs> and uh you know he has a, you, but know. you know how do they how does he convince them to go back there i don't they kind of so yeah I don't know, because this is also where we get that line of like, I'm not going back to the to the murder umbrella or the monster umbrella, whatever it is that he says. And like and I to to me, the this is this part was a little flimsy for me because it was like they. I, I remember feeling a lot of the what we get to after this, I remember feeling moved with the like the ultimate training of of Jean Jacket, et cetera, et cetera. Skip, skipping ahead to that part, feeling moved by that. But the it's these scenes that feel that don't feel as as fleshed out to me. Like there's there's a there's a point where like Brandon's character is like, we're going to save the world with this. And I'm like, I don't believe that y'all believe this. You know, like I don't like I it, it was just like this weird like that was never the idea. Like I don't and I, and I don't and I don't know that that's y'all's idea. So this this part was a little weird. World. <laughs> there's no this there's there's absolutely zero indication that this thing is threatening the world, you know? The world at all. Yeah. I did think yeah. they were going to I did think it was going to be two at one point. I thought they were going to think they had it nailed Ooh. down and then it was going to be like, "Oh my god, it's two. It's been two the whole time." Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. Yeah. How did you guys feel about the transition from saucer to Okay, well, wait. Before we get there, really quick. Before we go there, okay, we're not going there. Okay. Because well, well, because there, uh, there's another thing that happens. Basically, they they decide they decided to do this. They get the cinematographer that worked on their commercial, who is really funny character, who is this really gravelly voice, and he's like, oh, impossible shot. They try to get him before, but now they're like, look, we got this little, you know. And what was the proof? What did they get? Oh, they got the cloud. They the the video of the cloud that's staying that stays put. So he comes and he's like, you're re- you're right. I've that cloud has not moved for the last whatever amount of time that he's been looking at it so they defies this plan they got they like hey i think it doesn't like the flag that you know it's gonna last time it, it it sucked up you know a thing with flags on it it got messed up so it probably is not gonna try to f with that i'm gonna get these like the the wacky inflatable arm willing tube men you know <laughs> we'll, we'll set them up you know and they they have this whole thing and then we get this fun, weird scene with the freaking uh, TMZ. Dude. They're like, "Oh no, it's a dude from oh, TMZ." Oh yeah, that was. Oh, I I didn't know how to feel, but like in the it was it worked. Well, you it, was know? Was, it was pure jokes. It was pure jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's wearing I a freaking he hated Daft TMZ. Punk helmet. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Jordan hates TMZ, which is so funny to just. I mean, I, I do TMZ. think TMZ is pretty. Awful. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, for sure. They're breaking <laughs> Pretty, yeah, Kobe's news before before Kobe's family. Yeah, they're they're terrible. Yeah, they're 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 and that's and I think it's like they are the epitome of like the this idea of like exploiting a tragedy, right? Like exploiting like tr- like you know, not caring about how the method or means to how they get the the stuff that they're after. That guy dies. Oh, this this part was when 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 that guy dies and the the saucer is is floating above Daniel, and we can just hear that guy screaming. I that's gonna stick with me for uh, for uh, it was just so unnerving and and eerie and weird and flying around oh, hearing I screams in the air is pretty. 
<laughs> intense. Don't quite understand why just because it's wearing a mirror helmet that counts as looking at the monster, but I know it's spooked. I guess he set that up with the, you know, with the horse. With the horse in the, uh, that scene. But I like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The horse was looking at itself, not all right. But then we get this the well, this sequence was amazing, right? The like actual capturing of the footage, right? Like you know, he's he's fleeing, it's coming after him, and right when it's about to suck him up, he releases this, like, the flags and the parachute, and because of that, it, like, it turns to its side, and he's, like, cow, black cowboy, you yeah. know, <laughs> this thing going, and it's like, boop, 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 boop. it's like, this is incredible. Yeah. It's a stunt! <laughs> it's a stunt! It's not yeah, just that, photographic that also, evidence. It, like you trained. Yeah, it. when it flipped to the side, I was like, "Man, that that footage must look incredible." <laughs> like, he's shooting. He's shooting IMAX too. Like it's not like he's shooting like sixty-five millimeter hand crank IMAX. Yeah, this looks amazing. And it, it was the coolest shot you could ever possibly get. And then we got my guy just going, "Yeah, the, the light, <laughs> the light right now. <laughs> the light. <laughs> this is magic hour." And they're like. Don't what? do yeah. this. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> decides to go out there. And this is my thing. I don't have a problem with him wanting to get this magic shot, even though they just got one of the most incredible shots he could ever get. My problem is I want him to have a semblance of a plan to get this footage somewhere. Otherwise, it's just suicide with no actual point. So here, so here, I just I was did a talk on Clubhouse about this and somebody said somebody somebody said that it's actually his plan he's right before he does that he says you're right we don't deserve the shot and somebody said he was committing suicide like he was protecting the the the, the amazing shot and like was deliberately just like I I got it and now I'm dead like that was the plan like the 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 plan wasn't for it to fall to shit in the way that it falls to shit and I thought okay I mean that I mean I I buy that especially because we finally see what's happening inside of his camera as he gets sucked up what I would have what I would have needed for that to 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 work a little bit more for me is just one more scene with that what, a scene of that director actually directing instead of just us seeing him editing footage, us seeing him in the, yeah. 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 I guess I was like, what's the difference between what he did and the TMZ guy who also took out his camera right before he died? I don't know. It was, it's it's a tough. It's It's like, did you get a, did you actually get a better shot or did you just get the same shot? Cause uh, I don't know how much light you're getting when this thing is coming right at you and you're getting sucked up into it. It wasn't magic hour. As, as you know, not to be that guy, but it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. magic hour. Yet. It wasn't even it wasn't magic, even hour. magic hour. <laughs> Like the movie ends and it's still daylight. I was like, so we never even got to magic hour. Like we were still. So I mean, just on a whatever. Yeah, they cheated us a little bit. Whatever. Okay, so he does that, and so even though they have the perfect shot, okay. And are we also supposed to assume that that's that 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 footage that they did get that was incredible is then sucked up? It's yeah, gone it's too. Gone. Yeah. Okay, so that's why yeah, she's like, I gotta too. have the wherewithal to get a new photo. Mm-hmm. Okay, got yeah. it. I was wondering yeah. about that. Okay. Yeah. I thought I saw it's a all, canister it, roll down the hill, but it must have been not the not the we good do one. S- we do see a canister roll down the hill. Yeah. Right. Must have been and, not the and, good one. Yeah. And he I guess yeah. <laughs> an, if anybody Angel knows, right. I don't quite understand why the monster attacked Angel. I don't either. 
also, you know, whatever. I just feel like to change film in the film bag is really hard. And it also like goes to the house. It also starts trying to like, it also starts like sucking up. It's also like all of a sudden now it doesn't matter that they're inside. Like it's like, well, I'll suck this house up too. And it was like, well, you were never doing that before. I mean, it's the act three horror flip where it's just like, it's oh, it, the, the, it's over. The game is up and now it's just time to go <laughs> full tilt, you know, which I'm always like when that happens, which again, not to bring it up again, but the, yeah, it's we're at full tilt. So we're like, it's like the end of Halloween kills. If you ever saw that. Movie. Oh my God. Don't bring that movie. <laughs> where they're just like, all right. And LOL, JK, he can't die. And now here we go. <laughs> oh, and now, That's and now disgusting. watch him just become a superhero. Or a super villain or whatever you want to call it. So yeah, the, the, then it just starts attacking everybody. Everyone in sight. I, I, Angel kind of wraps himself in barbed wire a little bit and gets sucked up and gets spit out again. I, I didn't, I, I didn't quite get that. But then anyway, once the barbed wire gets sucked up, is when we get. Now we're at your transformation, and I thought it was dying. That's what it felt like at first. It felt like it was. It felt like it was like coming apart like apart from the seams like it was like getting ripped up and it had to transform because it was getting and it was like maybe like if anything this the closest you can compare this to like a living organism is the jellyfish and i do think jellyfish probably live through they get tort they get you know it can get beat up and still kind of be living a little bit you know what i mean so i thought like that's what was happening i didn't but it wasn't clear as to whether it was being hurt or whether it was like, was it powering up? Well, you know, was this super saiyan two? you know what I mean? You know, I I don't know. (laughs) Someone, one of the people that was listening to that clubhouse conversation said like, at the end, the creature is so beautiful. You can't help, but, but look away, but, but look at it. You can't help, but look at it. And that, and that made me think like, you know, it is like, it's doing that thing that like, that it's peacocking it's 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 you know drawing you in so that you have to look at it and then it's gonna freaking <laughs> yeah that or like or it's it's pu- it's puffing itself up it's got beat up a little bit and it's trying to make itself look bigger you know what i mean like a lizard you know flailing it's like thing like or that. whatever yeah i i didn't mind the transformation it reminded me i think of like what you know they say actual angels look like in the bible you know like they're they don't look like you know they don't have there's no i guess writing of um, people with wings, like when they describe angels, like there's a game called Bayonetta for all the nerds out there that like they try to make the 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 angels in the video game look closest to what they're described like in the Bible, which is like kind of terrifying. And so I did kind of like have that feel to it. Like this was a biblical angel kind of thing that like, you know, someone who saw an angel saw this and was like, you know, this predator. Yeah. Well then, yeah. So then, I mean, I, the, the action here is a bit muddy to, for me. You know, we get like he's on. The, I couldn't tell which way the predator was look. Like, was it looking at Daniel? Was it looking at Kiki? It seemed like they were trying to. They were both trying to be diversions for each other. You know, it's like he kind of drew it away so that Kiki could get on the bike. But then Kiki was also trying to tell Daniel to run. And then, and then when she got on the bike and she started going away, then it started chasing her. It didn't. It wasn't quite clear why it was chasing either of them really. But it's Chase Kiki. Kiki winds up going to the Steve Young's place, which is completely abandoned because all those people died. She gets in there. 
And I don't know if she she came up with this plan quick. And I, I don't know if this was something they had talked about. Don't, yeah, before. I felt like they had talked about it before. It felt like that to me. I don't know how you, but I felt like it was like, this was initially the, the plan all along to get it to go here and eat the union. Or like the backup plan, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I this is why this is why I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of the jean jacket kind of history, like this whole final bit of inter- interaction, because I was I found myself moved by the like by the like re- return of this the look. I got you kind of eyes thing and the like what this means to get this on camera to to them and the, and the, and the family. But like but not quite having a semblance of like do they mean that she's about to go and take a picture or like, is she, you know, is he passing it off to her or what's, you know, like didn't what specifically is me. exchanging here? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it didn't, yeah. it didn't, it didn't mean anything because it doesn't like, we don't know what it means. <laughs> it kind of just, and I, I don't think this was the plan. Honestly, I felt like it was just like spur of the moment. She just thought on her feet and was like, Oh, I know where we can get a picture. Uh, the wishing well, you know, and was like, I'll go there. And then like, somehow like immediately figured out like oh if i untie even though this thing was right behind her (laughs) somehow figured out like if i untie all these things this balloon will go up in the air and i don't know if she i don't think i don't think she possibly could have thought that this balloon was going to damage this thing i feel like it was just like well like maybe it'll go after this balloon because this balloon has eyes on it you know she was saying though, she was saying though this gonna fuck you up as she was as she was unhooking it so she did she did think I mean, look at all the flags and, and shit it had on it, you know, like like she thought that. Why it was did gonna... she think it would eat that thing? No idea. It's a it's a giant balloon that it probably looks at every time it's over there. So I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why looked at she it before. <laughs> OK, but... anyway, whatever. And then, you know, it's like it's doing all its thing and it finally goes and, and sucks up the balloon. She snaps a pic. It's like a very cool sequence. Like the imagery is all cool. The imagery is very cool. Her just like putting in quarters and slowly cranking it and doing a flash and it's not getting the picture and she's still doing it like I gotta get this picture you know and finally gets the picture right when it snatches it and then it sucks it up and it the balloon explodes and it explodes this yeah. thing and it kills it dinner mm, delicious I bet it's good I bet like get out there get some butter <laughs> some salt get some <laughs> alien I bet the alien tastes good <laughs> what when that alien falls down, if it lands on anything, that those things are dead, right? Like if there's any sort of <laughs> this big giant. Huh, okay, well, that's it, right? That's the movie. That's the movie. <laughs> that's it. I mean, and then you know, like immediately after that happens, like the police show up. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just that's how they do. <laughs> and then we see that Daniel is alive and uh, he's standing there, you know, in his orange. That's a ghost shot on the horse. Here's what I would have liked, though, because because I feel like th- there we could have gotten, like we said, we could have gotten deeper into, you know, like, what is this brother sister relationship? Like, who are they? What's going on? You know, Daniel's not talking much like what's going on in his mind. And so I just feel like what could have what could have happened, what we could have done is we could have had a moment where, you know, like, say. Some, say something falls out of the out of the creature, okay, and it doesn't penetrate. It doesn't penetrate Daniel's skull. It just kind of conks him on the head. It just conks him on the head, knocks him out a little bit. When he comes to, he is he he is ghost. He's like his consciousness is inside ghost, okay. He's his consciousness is inside ghost, and so then when the the creature 
will suck up Ghost and he gets to see his POV from the inside. While being Ghost, he realizes what it's like to be an animal, you know, and then he's inside of the other this is animal. Too much, man. And so he <laughs> understands a deeper, he understands on a deep level, wow. like what it means to have been a trained horse, you know. You know what I'm saying? I and hear then, you. And then, and then while he's, and then while he's there, he's like, he realizes, you know what? Nope. I don't want to. I don't want to experience this. And then his consciousness transitions into the beast, the larger oh, no. okay. beast. Okay, all right. It's, 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 and then he's it's, in the, it's, it's time. It's time to end that. Yeah. yeah. And, all right. Enough of this, please. Here, Hollywood. I don't know. Keep making movies like this. Could there have been a squirrel? Yeah. No. No. No, no swirl, not. and there's no, 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 absolutely not, and not necessary. I guess Daniel, and, uh, uh, not Daniel, Kiki and Angel. I guess Steve and uh, no, oh, Kiki and Angel, or or Steve and and Homegirl, his first crush. Oh, <laughs> who is his first? Is that the white? Was that his wife? The, yeah, the one, the woman with the, the veil. The woman oh, with the, uh, veil. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but he actually had a wife, didn't he? He did have a wife. He did have a wife, yeah. but that's the you know what I mean. But that was the you yeah. Know. Anyway, it's time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. So if we feel like a film fully helped the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood, we give it a black fist. If it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If it didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. All right? So on the count of three, we'll raise up our ratings for uh, one, two, three. All right, that's three black fists. That makes sense. Yeah. Hey, hey Jordan. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's, he's doing what he does. <laughs> doing his he's doing what he do. You know, highlighting black eyes, <laughs> all their POC. You know, Daniel Kiki Kiki yeah. stole the show. Yeah. Kiki stole the show. She yeah. did. All right. Well, that's it. That's the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, Kyle. Thank you for being here. Man, this was a yeah. This thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Guys. That, that was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you do you, do you have social media that you like that want people to follow you on? No, no, no. You cannot follow me on any social media. I have none. But if you're ever in Echo Park and just want to hang out, hit me. If you see a <laughs> maybe average sized black man walking around and just you know, <laughs> you want to follow me, let me know. I would say a bit above average. Any average sized black man walking around Echo Park might be kind of above average. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us at Blackman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. We have links to merchandise there via T Public, t shirts, and things like that. We have a defunct Patreon. We don't do new episodes anymore, but there's a year's worth of episodes on there. So if you've never heard it, you could subscribe and listen to them and then unsubscribe whenever you like. Also, you could follow me at John Braylock on Twitter and Instagram. James. You can follow me at James Third Comedy, James Third Comedy.com. Third is 3RD. Jiraz Draw Milligan, definitely on Instagram. And if you give us five on iTunes, we'll read your review on the air. One. Oh, also, if you care to, Kyle and I both were on a show called Blackish. It's a season five, but it's like basically no, a new grown-ish, season. Grownish, Jonathan. What did I'm I say? Blackish. Did I say Blackish? Said blackish, yeah. I'm, I was because I was looking at Black Men Can't Jump when I said it. We wrote on a show called Grownish. <laughs> I don't know what the show is. If you care to. (laughs) Girl to see the five out now. Girl to see the five out now. It's on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Yeah. On Freeform and then on Hulu the next day. It's on Hulu the next day. I I have a confession to make, guys. No, no. I I, want to say this. (laughs) I can jump. I didn't. I don't know how to say that. I, I was. I've been ducking since I was fourteen. Shit. And I just wanted to get down out. But can you jump in Hollywood, Kyle? Well, clearly, y'all. Yeah, y'all just wrote on Gronish. 
<laughs> y'all jumping in Hollywood. Hey, Jonathan, you can jump too, so I don't want to blow up your spot. I know it's like a, uh, a metaphor. I know it's not like, you know, it's a metaphorical thing, but I just wanted to just, you know, make sure that I was honest. That's all. Kyle, no one has ever done that. And I got to say, I can't jump, so I'm now upset that I'm upset. Yeah, even with the, the traders. I'm upset time. that you yeah. did this to me right now. <laughs> y'all, give us some, some new reviews. Yeah, come on. What's up with that? Yeah, I read all these. All right. Well, give us some new reviews. Anyway, that's all. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Peace. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Bonts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Forever.